0: Wednesday night is the only night you can listen to Tech Vibe Radio. Of course, unless you download it from iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify and Google Play and all the other great places. But I think hearing us on the air is way more fun than downloading. What do you think, Audrey? Uh,
1: either way. Yeah. Either way, as long as you're listening.
0: I know. It's been a crazy, like, end of summer. We've hardly been in the studio together. I'm glad you've I know, we really weekend. haven't. I know, it's been. So really- this
1: is. There's, you know, walking into fall, yep. walking into. A new decade. Isn't that crazy? Like
0: 2020? Like, I know. Oh, jeez. So what was that
1: song? Oh, 2025. In the year 2525, <laughs> I, know, I was well, thinking.
0: Five more years. <laughs> no, no, no. That's
1: 2525. I mean, I mean that's,
0: yeah, 500 more yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> that's a lot more years from now.
0: It's been a long day. <laughs> it's
1: been long already, but it's great. No, it's a great – it's a great time of year here at the Tech Council. You know, we celebrate – all these companies who are the rising star- stars of tomorrow. Yeah. So that's always a ton of fun. It's very in- it's so inspirational mm-hmm. to see people who are just, you know, hitting the bat over and over again trying to punch it to the future. It's just a and, couple weeks um, away, too. Just a couple exciting. weeks away. Yeah. It's always great. It's, yeah. a, it's 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 really important to, you know, in this day and age when you have less people that are moving mm-hmm. into our city and The issue is is that as our city is not necessarily growing, there are incredible things that are happening. And if the whole community doesn't celebrate that and become a part of that, it just becomes more difficult for what it's like to attract. I mean, let's face it. Every city says they're the best city. Of course. I mean <laughs> you can go to like Saginaw, Michigan and they're going, we're Saginaw. the tech hub the tech of hub. America. No Saginaw. disrespect to anyone who's from Saginaw. <laughs> Where
0: would you pick Saginaw from?
1: I all? was thinking of Michigan. <laughs> this is a great time of year to be up in Michigan. It's a wonderful time. <laughs> it's a mean, wonderful time. I, I hear
0: Saginaw's number one. So is it? Let's go and check it out. <laughs> Get some fall
1: foliage. I think it's like and, Travis City or yeah, Okay. It's cool. a tech hub of America. <laughs> So everyone's trying to figure out what's the next? What's the next? What's the next? Yeah. And you know, maybe I've been at this for too long and I'm, you know, have like a little bit of a John decide, but yeah. the data sort of telling, right? The data is that people aren't moving into Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, it's very flat.
1: And there's credible things that are happening. You go into Lawrenceville, you go into Strip, even Millvale, you go on the other side, it's cool things are really happening. But we still are not attracting those companies that have their profit and loss here, the new companies. Now, I know we just had a company that said they're opening up, like, 500 people on the North Shore, a company called, I believe, a firm, And they're bringing some tech sort of related kinds of jobs here, not necessarily yeah, it's tech, to say. it's exciting. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. you know, that's great for the economy. Hopefully, they'll find some incredible talent here. But will they scale to become something bigger here? Probably not.
0: Always be that same kind of size yeah. office. And that's good, but it's not it's transformative. So good. The variety yeah, right. is
1: so good. But what's not so good is that we haven't had companies that really hit it out of the ballpark.
0: It's been a and very long time. Create
1: wealth. I'm thinking and of like. Opportunities for other people.
0: Yeah, like like the free markets and the force systems of the world. Right. And that was, you know, a decade ago. Longer than that. Almost. No, it was two yeah, decade it's two decades ago. It's like, go. oh, man. Like, I it's forgot. Yeah, you t- fell asleep. 2020, I know.
1: <laughs> I know. You fell asleep. So it was two decades ago, and you know when you have that kind of contagion, it does create attention onto a region, and you know we have to ask ourselves what's working, what's not working. A lot of conversations continue to be had around the air quality.
0: I and still, I'm still surprised that doesn't register even higher in people's complaints of Pittsburgh well, or it for companies, be interesting. you know, wanting to locate here. Are they taking that into account because? You know me. I love this city. I love this region. Right. But I'm actually fed up with the air at this point. Are you? I am. I'm, I'm, every time every morning I wake up, all I smell is exhaust fumes. And I live in Edgewood. And I And I ride my bike to work. All I smell is exhaust
1: fumes. So I go to the app Smell yeah. P- PGH. Yes. That's I one of your that. favorites. Yes. I keep that. And I also do the AQI. Okay. Where I actually see the sensors all throughout the region. Yeah. And uh, you're <laughs> right. Something in your neighborhood out that way.
0: I've heard There's from, industrial – Yeah. I think it's all the stuff that blows in from down the river from the mills and the, the coke works or, or or what have you. Um, and it tends to settle in my neck of the woods. And mm-hmm. I don't, being pretty close to the parkway I don't think helps matters either, especially during the past summer months when it was hot and humid. It just seems to be like this thick layer. And literally there are times when like if you would leave town say I'd roll out to like the Laurel Highlands or just – Go out towards Murraysville for crying out loud, just you can ten feel miles north, the and it's like, oh my goodness, like my lungs don't feel. Well, jammed you up.
1: cycle, so you yeah. actually have you'd be a good barometer. So well, it cycle. makes me
0: it makes me afraid because when you cycle, you breathe deeply, right, you breathe so and deep. so I'm afraid I've been sucking in tiny particulates, and they're deep down in my lungs somewhere at this point for 25 years of doing right. this, you know. But <laughs> who's to say? But I do say air quality I think is a big deal here for Pittsburgh, and I I wish we would. Really, put a plan together to tackle it because there's a balance. I I want these industries making stuff, and I mean, I I want that going away, but I want to be able to breathe too. So, how do we find that balance, I guess, right?
1: And what's our reputation? The thing is, what is our reputation? Whether it's you know, we were rated like number seven or eight in, in worst air quality in the U.S., and most of the other locations are on California.
0: I heard Saginaw's got better air than we do. Saginaw
1: has really clean air. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so most of the other locations are in California.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that makes sense.
1: Like LA. Mm-hmm. There's just yeah, you know a lot of...
0: Inversions <laughs> and all that kind of fun stuff. Well, right, but... in the air up.
1: But people are still moving people there. People are still moving there.
0: So obviously it's not a... It's about the opportunities that they're going to have. It's about the opportunities. Not the and the air what? they're going to breathe. Right. I don't know. I want not have good air and opportunities. I, I get that. To I work. totally but get that. Exactly. And yeah. so those
1: people who have lived here for a long time, they think the air is amazing because of what they were used to. Oh,
0: absolutely. I mean, we all had the horror stories from our grandparents.
1: Do you remember the air being dirty when well, you were little?
0: I can remember in the mid to late 70s as a kid living in Squirrel Hill, especially on Sunday evenings, the air was just acrid. And my dad would always tell me that's when they opened the battery doors to clean them because the EPA was sniffing. Heard. And I mean, I don't know if On that's Sunday true or nights, not, but, right? but at the end of the day, I, the I remember sky would turn red. Sunday nights, the air seemed different and it definitely smelled awful. And, and some of these kind of smelled a little good, kind of the smell of like gasoline as a kid. You're like, Hey, uh, <laughs> I, I, <definitely, laughs> I, I like gasoline. Now you're like, Oh man, what was I breathing when I was seven years old? <laughs> but yeah, we don't have those days at least anymore. But no, now, but now it's, it's like a lighter version of that. I seem to wake up to every morning in Edgewood. So that sort of. <laughs>
1: Of interesting. So what we're doing at the Tech Council is actually at doing a little bit of some survey work in the fall yeah. and working with companies to find out those people who newly moved here right. and are in a lot of these high-skilled jobs, yep. what is it? that
0: they're finding yeah. in right. terms of being here I saw the first focus group here and I was really excited yeah, about it so I really cannot wait excited. for us to get that data and we can talk about that on air and let our listeners know this is what the tech council is working on because we know um, tech companies succeed because of people and we need more of them to come to Pittsburgh Right?
1: Yes, we do. Simple as that.
0: Well, Audrey, we got a, a fantastic show in front of us today. We have Jim Penna from at t stopping by, talking about all the investments at t has been making in the area, which I think is just super exciting. And we have Avi Geller from Maven Machines, a really cool company. I love what these guys are up to when it comes to the truck driving industry, and also I did a little pre-recorded session with our friends at Industrious. They're opening up a second co-working space because the demand is so great for co-working Where here. are they opening? So they're uh, currently in downtown, and they're moving over to Gateway, if I'm not mistaken, so we'll, we'll double-check with them on the two new location. Two offices? They're going to have two now, nice. which is really, really cool, so I'm excited about them doing what they're doing. So anyhow, Tech 50, as you said, I'll be right around the corner on the 25th of September. It's our 23rd Tech 50, I believe. Isn't that amazing? After 23 years, we still sell this thing out. Like 700 people showing awesome. up at the Wyndham. Great stuff. I always get excited seeing all those name tags out there on the table. Like, wow, everyone's here to celebrate tonight. So, anyhow, keep your dial tuned right here to Tech 5 Radio. This is Jonathan Kirsty.
1: And this is Audrey Russo. We'll be right back in a quick break.
0: Coworking is definitely taking over Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's really exciting stuff to see how spaces have been growing and emerging here in the Pittsburgh market over the past decade. This is Jonathan Kirsting with the Pittsburgh Technology Council here on Tech 5 Radio, and we're ready to nerd out about all things co-working. We're hanging out with Industrious. They have some great spaces in Pittsburgh. I mean, this is like the high-end stuff (laughs) when it comes to all things co-working in Pittsburgh because your spaces are amazing. And so we have Julie Hawthorne with us and Anthony Batistella from Industrious. Guys, thanks for hanging out with us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, good stuff. So first off... Julie, tell us about yourself real quick and what you do with Industrious.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, My name is Julie Hawthorne. So I'm a community manager with Industrious. Um, So basically what that means is it's my job to make sure that you're having the most productive day at work possible um, and providing everything that's needed in um, an office space. Um, So my position, um, I take care of the 31st floor PPG. And Anthony? Anthony?
3: Um, I uh, am also a community manager as well. My role is a little bit different at the moment, just because I'm launching a brand new location. So just a little pressure going there's, on. There. There's, <laughs> there's nobody or space to manage currently, but um, right now my big focus. You're is like local this is easy, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there's actually quite a bit of pressure, um, just in terms of hoping that we get a good amount of occupancy before <laughs> we do of, open. Of course,
0: yeah. right. So first of all, tell us about this new space, because like hey, as, as we kind of led into this segment, uh, I think Industrious has really branded itself in Pittsburgh. It's not just providing in co-working space, but when you check out your space it's highly polished stuff yes like this is this is like i mean it's like legit like yeah. you roll yeah. up there and coffee's waiting for you like the finishes the i mean the views everything is just really top yeah. end Thank and you. it just seems like an awesome place where if you're going to be co-working and hanging out like yeah I mean, it's the place to be for sure right exactly. so the a bar has been set for you right yeah it has so, um, <laughs> so tell us about this new if, space and how it's going to going to complement what's going
3: on so at pp PPG. ppg did set the bar really high um it is a beautiful space that sold extremely well and our members there are Extremely happy as well. So that kind of just really pushed us to open a new location here in Pittsburgh. We saw a need for it. Yeah. Um, So this. In terms of differences, uh, the second one is 10,000 more square feet than the wow. current location. Okay. Um, and we are on two floors um, as opposed to the one that we are in PPG. Do you like a fancy elevator that connects them? Um, <laughs> I don't. We're just, it's okay. just the one. But, uh, I wish that fancy, would
2: be cool. uh, A <laughs> fancy stairwell. A fancy a stairwell. Fancy <laughs> stairwell? Yeah. That, that counts. Yeah, you know, that, that counts. counts.
3: Um, but so in terms of what we'll be offering is space for larger teams in this office. So right now at PPG, you'll see a lot of one to two person offices, okay. entrepreneurial businesses. I think there. that's
0: how people a lot of people think of co working spaces mm-hmm. just for these one and the startup type right. companies because they want that flexibility with co working space. But exactly. this is for larger people or lar- larger, so larger corporations. Since CPG
3: opened two years ago, we've realized that there isn't a need for companies that have four to six person, but um, even larger than that, we have two. Executive suites that fit up to 40 people. Wow. Um, so, okay. really large companies can come in and really make themselves at home in the co working space and benefit from all the amenities that Industrious offers. Definitely.
0: So, Julie, tell us about just some of the basic amenities that you get with Industrious, no matter what location yeah. you're at, whether it's PPG or, or, the, or the new location. Oh, what, absolutely. What, what is the, the basics of For being sure. an Industrious?
2: So, something pretty unique to Industrious, I think, in terms of the co working world is that um, everything you see when you come in on a tour is included in the cost of your office. Um, so that includes all of the amenities. So things like we do daily breakfast and um, in industries, puts a huge emphasis on local business. So um, everything that's brought in and catered for breakfast is local. So for instance, um, we get delicious bluebird bagels twice a week. We get great Mediterranean pastries twice a week. Um, our coffee's from commonplace. Um, and so, uh, you know, that's just kind of the very, the very basic setting, but it goes up to everything that's needed to make an office successful. So right. that's um, secure Wi-Fi logins for each individual that comes onto the floor. That's your, um, Conference rooms that are state of the art with video conferencing technology. It includes, um, you know, a beautiful common space uh, to be able to meet guests and, and conduct meetings or events. So, um, you know, really everything that you need to have a, a productive day and to make you proud and excited to be Definitely. at work. Yeah, get you charged you. up because it's all yeah. about
0: your work environment. I Absolutely. mean, you know, it's like I'm all about like being scrappy and all, and then oh, making yeah. sure you can work on top of a cardboard box. Right. And right. you, <laughs> you get to a sure. point where like you want some space. You want to be nice, yeah, but You don't want not You want some credit and give you some, yeah. have some credibility, but not have to worry about the day to day running of your own office. Right. So you guys do that for, exactly. for, for, for your for your your uh, your clients and yeah, stuff sure. like your tenants, should I say?
2: Yeah. If you're an, an entrepreneur, you know you you have you don't have all the time in the world. You know your time is precious. Oh, there's and, plenty and, of
0: time when you're an entrepreneur.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: all those extra hours <laughs> sure. in the day, just wondering yeah, what to exactly, do. Right. I think I want to deal with maintenance right now because your <laughs> <laughs> you exactly. Yeah.
2: machines broken. Yeah. Plenty of time to do that. Exactly. Definitely want to do that. Right.
0: And I guess that's why I feel like co working has really taken off around the, around the world obviously and in Pittsburgh showing that trend is the fact that you roll in the space it's ready to go. You can conduct your business there, have an official address, but you're not worried about the day-to-day runnings right. of an office, right?
3: Yeah, these larger companies I think are noticing and learning about coworking and saying, "Wait, I don't have to provide the ink. I don't have to <laughs> right. give these people coffee every day. I can yeah. I can move into a beautiful space and they take care of everything for us. Exactly. That's and what it's all about. Even
2: professional development opportunities, um, you know, team bonding. These are things that are wonderful. Team bonding. Oh yeah. Wait, tell um, us
3: about team bonding.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> for instance, you know, we have um, in a few weeks we're doing we do lunch and learns. Um, we do network after work events, we connect with local organizations. Um, but yeah in, in a few weeks we have a lunch and learn. We're even doing like um, an aromatherapy lunch and learn. An um, oh, aromatherapy have monthly lunch and learn we had massages yeah. yesterday.
0: Wow. Okay. <laughs> so you guys are getting way too fancy for me. I right, know, right? <laughs> I know.
2: But these are things that you know make you attract and retain the best talent Definitely. that you don't necessarily have the time to set up as gotcha. as a CEO or as a office manager.
0: Right. So when's the official opening of the new space? It is September 30th. September 30th. Wow so pressure's on pressure is so, on. So has, obviously, has there been interest people checking out the new space as it's being built up and ready to go?
3: Yeah, it is. We actually have a few offices that have already sold. Um, okay. It's funny. Some people can walk into a construction zone and see <laughs> uh, you know, a yeah. space and be like, I want it. I'll take right. it. They see the view. Um, right? And it's really it's – not, it's not what they see. It's what they know that they're going to get with Industrious. Exactly. And it's our promise, our values that – uh, really, sell the space. Definitely.
0: Wow! And so, I guess I mean, only here two years, and you're already obviously doubling your space, more mm-hmm. than doubling your yeah. space <laughs> as far as that. Because I mean, that's a really a shows that that's that's Pittsburgh's moving and grooving. What, what, what do you see is driving the growth and the need? For co working here in, in Pittsburgh.
2: Oh, for sure. I mean, I think Pittsburgh in general as a city is. Uh, I mean, I moved here about 10 years ago. I'm, I'm not originally from here. You're not? It, no, I'm not. I
0: thought I sent some yin's. <laughs> I know. No, okay. yeah. I know.
2: I'm an outsider. But I <laughs> no, have, after 10 years, I like to say I'm from Pittsburgh. But um, Another
0: five will call you a Pittsburgher. <laughs> fair. I'll take it.
2: Um, but I think, you know, the city's changed dramatically in that time. Definitely. I think. Um, Just sort of the influx of, especially tech companies. Obviously, you guys know and have seen that. Um, And I think really it's it's the talent coming out of our universities as well. Um, It's our incredible, um, like I said, like our tech uh, companies that are here, our medical background in the city. I think it's attracting a lot of a lot of talent, and it's also such an affordable city that I think. you know, it, it brings people in and, and it's an easy and fun city to live in. And mm-hmm. I think people are realizing that and coming to Pittsburgh and needing a great space to work.
3: Definitely. It's great stuff. Yeah. Pittsburgh's one of those cities that has a lot of these older companies that. Are starting, <clears throat> excuse me, to learn about co-working. and so they have. We have these older companies that are ready to kind of jump on an opportunity right. like this, and it's a great opportunity for them to
0: to have some space, get their their team more integrated into where the action's happening, right? And our innovation yeah, sure. and so forth. So it becomes a really easy, affordable way for them to do it, and they don't have to worry about managing and opening another office. Yes, exactly, but they can have their people, and their people are probably pretty happy because they're not, you know. Somewhere far removed. Yes. They're, they're, they're in the thick of it, in I guess. The heart of it, of it. Yeah. In the heart of it all. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so cool. I'm just so pumped that like Industrious comes to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're like, yeah, I've been here for two years. Let's more than double our space. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not just happening here, it's happening all over the country. We're, at, right. we're in 45 cities, we have 80 locations, wow. and we're projected to be at 120 by the end of the year. Oh, so, my goodness. Wow. It's yeah. really growing. Cool company. Yeah. If
0: people want to learn more about Industrious and the opportunities here in Pittsburgh, where can they go and check you guys out? Um, it, our, our address specifically? Yeah, no, I mean the, uh, the the website.
3: Oh, the website. Yeah. So industriousoffice.com. Just that simple. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, I love
0: it. I think if you go there, you can really check it out. Like when I say it, this is like high-end stuff. Like I mean it. It's it's super polished. I love it. And it's full thank transparency. You. My brother-in-law has space in Industrious, and I've been there many times. And I'm like, yeah. wow, this is a really fun place to hang out. So you get my endorsement, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Great, great stuff. And once again, another sign that you know, Pittsburgh is – doing its thing with all things tech and they need space and you guys are providing it and we're seeing so many other co-working spaces popping up in Pittsburgh so it's great to see all the different resources that are out there
3: yeah. so. and the people that are interested we're happy to offer a free day of co-working in our spaces so, so you can get yeah. the full one day feel experience feel free to reach out yeah. and have the experience at in Industrious and see if it's pick the day when there's an aromatherapy session yes, yes definitely or you massages, get, you, you, you know? or you get your <laughs> or happy it's hard to
2: not pick a good day at Industrious <laughs> that's yeah, for sure that's absolutely true. <laughs> great
0: stuff guys thank you so much for checking it out <laughs> and, and hanging out with us Julie and Anthony from Industrious hey this is Jonathan Kirsting with the Pittsburgh Technology Council learn more about us at pghtech.org. Follow us on Twitter at PGH Tech. We'll be right back with a ton more Tech Vibe Radio. Audrey? I'm good. We've got some good friends always stopping by here on Tech Vibe
1: radio. I know. This is our old friend. He actually sat in for me once or twice. I know. Absolutely. And there's no replacing he's a, I just, I just. He's a radio guy. I carried
4: some some water while you were gone. I inside.
1: know. It was great. He's a seasoned no, guy. You were better than that. Yeah.
4: Season's one word
0: for it. Yeah. <laughs> we have Jim Penna here from AT&T. Jim, always Great time hanging out with
4: you. Good hanging out here too. I always yeah. like coming in the building. You never know who you're gonna meet in the front. You know. <laughs> the, the lawyers out there working on their laptops, I like being and here. I know. young yeah. tech people going on out there. It's a it's a cool
0: place just to walk into. Yeah. And that's why we love actually doing as much recording as we can here in our podcast studio
4: because it allows us to be a little more on the scene, so yeah, good stuff. They're around. I also like walking by your window to see who you got in here. Too. Okay,
0: yeah, so. <laughs> you? we see you always peering in there. I'm, I
4: might. I look through. I look through your window, your front door. I don't really do anything here. I just show <laughs> okay. up. <laughs> okay, that's,
0: it's all coming together now, Audrey. All coming together. So,
1: what's going on with AT and T? There's some investments that are happening in this region. Oh well, that's
4: ongoing. I mean, uh, the the we had released some of the numbers uh, from 2000. Yeah, they of all. To 16 to 2018. I
0: got the press release a few weeks ago. and am let's get Jim in here to talk about these numbers because <laughs> there are some pretty significant
4: numbers that oh, were going well, on there. $150 million over that uh, two year span is a yeah. pretty significant amu- amount of money. That's a lot. Uh, if that's for Pittsburgh, by the way. Uh, yeah. Nationwide, from 2014, we're talking about uh, what is it, $140 billion. That's more money, more capital investment than any company in the United, United States has made. That's, that's, is that true? Impressive. Yes, absolutely. No, I'm coming in here just making things up. Bigger yeah. than
1: Amazon?
4: Yeah, that's more capital investment. Right. Um, I have no idea about their profit margin. No, no, no. Uh, I don't <laughs> mean their profit margin. Fuller story right there. Yeah. Yes, bigger, 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 than, bigger than Amazon. That's the that's the most the money spent in capital investment since 2014 by any wow. company in the United States. Uh, and there's good reason for that too. Um, you know, not only do we consider it an investment in our future, it's really – it's one of those things where it's an investment in now. You don't – you don't spend that kind of money. You don't make those kind yeah, of connections.
0: because there's there's a need for it's for the, the bandwidth and the data and everything it, that you guys are running. It's right? the
4: absolute demand from 2014 over the last 10 years. Uh, the expansion of the use of data, the percentage on, of the network, has grown by 470,000 percent. Will it
1: ever end?
4: I don't. I, I don't. I mean, the next big thing will right. will create the next big demand. But think about that. If you're if you're in Lawrenceville and you had a pie shop and you sold pies. And your business grew by 470,000%. 470,000%. <laughs> oh um, which, requ- that's what requires the investment to keep exactly. up with that demand. And, I mean, and that's,
1: it's impossible. That,
4: that's, and that's, it's not like there's been a population boom. You know, right. this is this is the the data that our brilliant folks are using, and how, and how much we use it in our everyday lives. We figure out new and innovative ways to get mobile broadband involved in the smallest of tasks to make mm-hmm. our lives more efficient, more pleasurable, smarter. And,
0: and we take it all for granted because I am no, on the AT&T network. It. I flip my phone on and I uh, get my data and get my stuff, and I'm not thinking twice about not knowing that there's all this investment that goes behind. Yeah, your network's a lot like an umpire at
4: a baseball game. Exactly. You, you yeah. just expect that it's going to be right. In a moment, something's not going the way you yeah, think yeah, it to go, man, then, exactly. then suddenly. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> things aren't so good. <laughs> things aren't so good, no. Exactly.
4: <laughs> uh, and uh, I've been on the receiving of that once or twice. But <laughs> fortunately uh, for AT&T, not only is that growth in our, our, our 4G LTE network covers, what she's, 440 million people. 99.9% uh, of the country is, is covered. What uh, part is not covered? It's got to be some weird little sliver somewhere. uh, Apparently, Munhall. I just got (laughs) grabbed (laughs) out in the (laughs) lobby. (laughs) It's not Munhall. I don't think that's true. I think there's probably a user error. Uh, But uh, the last person that told me we don't have someplace covered is. Is Munhall, but I don't. Th- I know I have service in Munhall, so maybe I, I got service them. in Munhall. I I'm on have the, the network, better phone. Man. Absolutely, that's what gets thrown out at me. So, um, you know, that kind of investment is important, and uh, th- there's more to come in that because uh, the the next generation of this. I'm not going to let you jump ahead to five G just yet because I know that's something that's always. I was going to talk
0: about five G. Right, we'll, we'll get the five G, okay. but
4: just the small cell deployment uh, yeah. in general. And uh, I, it's an easy thing to explain to, to folks in the Pittsburgh region. You should think of it as a sort of a of a, an extra lane in the broadband highway. Uh, because the traffic is because it's up four hundred
0: seventy thousand percent. Imagine, imagine right. there was the parkway. If, uh, and, and, that's, a- <laughs> and that's
4: what I tell people: you're on the parkway, and let's say you're not at a complete dead, dead stop, but you're crawling along. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if suddenly there were an extra lane, speed up a little bit. it. A uh, lot you would, bit. you know, and there are moments you're going. I wish we could widen these right. tunnels and put in mm-hmm. two more lanes. Oh
1: yeah, we've heard um, that enough. I would like right. to
4: level the tunnels completely. <laughs> well, you're on your own there. I don't, I've gone down a path I didn't mean to go down. Okay. I just uh, well, I, but you're it,
1: helping. You also have a FirstNet communications platform.
4: Well, FirstNet is in the shift gears to that first. The FirstNet platform is a first responders platform that was the last of the recommendations made by the 9/11 Commission uh, using Band 14 uh, spectrum. Yeah, uh, that is a, is a high quality spectrum that the FirstNet. Uh, governing authority, which was created by 9/11 Commission, um, uh, to help first responders. It's a priority uh, for them. Uh, states had to opt in if they wanted to be part of FirstNet. First off, AT&T had to bid on and, and be selected exactly. as the FirstNet pr- uh, provider. And uh, and thankfully, uh, we were. Uh, Governor Wolf, uh, in his wisdom, uh, decided that Pennsylvania should opt in. And then it's up to the individual first responders, uh, emergency service organizations. They have to opt in as well, get the necessary equipment to go on. Um, but what it does is it gives them a priority and a clean way to talk to one another and it sort of ramps up. Let's say if we had a, a you know, multiple car collision and something spilled uh, you know, on Grant Street and uh, a lot of things have to go on. A lot of first responders have to talk to one another. And, of course, you've got a lot of folks down there who start talking to each other as well. What we learned from 9-11 is that the, the system started to jam. Um, uh, when you were on the radio a little kid you're trying to win those car wash passes everybody was calling at once <laughs> sometimes you get a busy signal and sometimes, sometimes you get the all the circuits are busy right, right okay? exactly uh, you didn't get that message but that kind of was, was going on the first net is allowing first responders to prioritize as they see fit and if God forbid we had the worst possible scenario, and we think we can all agree that 9-11 is that example to us. Right. Uh, there is a clean method of communications for those who are involved in the first that system. It's great to know. Uh, to be able yeah. to talk to one another because as yeah. much as we rely on firefighters and, and men and women who drive ambulance and the folks who show up and, and help people who are injured, uh, mutual aid, they help each other. They need direct communication. they the got to be able to talk. coordination of these right. things – are a vital thing, and uh, I say it with great pride that we're the first net company in this here. Without United a doubt. State, so
0: so we've got a couple minutes left yes. with 5G. I mean, I know that there's lots going on to try to get things moving forward, and we're kind of lagging a little bit behind in the, in the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh area.
4: Well, you know, lagging is a difficult word. It, it, the Pittsburgh is come to terms with uh, small cell deployments, uh, okay. which is a critical part of it. That's a part of what we have to do right now. Uh, that'll be the future of 5G. Think about that as a sort of the, the saturation that's got to go on. Currently, there's a, a bill in front of the state legislature, House Bill 1400, uh, that streamlines that process. Allegheny County's got 171 municipalities, somewhere around there. Pennsylvania's got 2,500, something like that. So a uniform way that still gives control to local municipalities uh, to help us and other companies like us to be able to Get those things out there because the reality is, once we get the uh, the, those things in place, the 5G is inevitable, if not right away. And then all the brilliant companies we've got going on here in Pittsburgh, from automated cars to many things that Uber and Google and and even a bunch of the smaller companies are doing. All
1: the things I can watch on my phone. All the things you can watch (laughs) on your phone. 5G is gonna. All those things. The reality is,
4: all those things are gonna depend on on what 5G will be. Exactly. Um, It's mostly speculation until you actually have the roads that they can go on and. This is what's going to let your car know there's something coming around the corner.
0: It's literally the future and the future is always here faster than we ever know. And uh, I just when I see the type of investment that AT&T has been making in the region, I just find that absolutely amazing. So we've got to put a little bit of a spotlight on that and let's keep keep investing. We, can, we, we like what
4: you guys are doing. Let's keep we, it going. We will, <laughs> we will keep investing. You guys keep doing the good work you're doing. If you don't mind me yes. saying it, folks, yes. can check uh, ConnectPennsylvania.com uh, okay. uh, to check out uh, how Definitely. you can be supportive of House Bill 1400 and what that will mean to your company your growth uh, both rural and in places like downtown Pittsburgh makes sense to me what do you think I
1: think think it's great to always hear from Jim he's fun smart and trying to figure out ways to move this region forward
4: awesome love the region and things are moving forward none of us can stop that we just want to help it along sounds like a plan hey we're taking a quick break we've got a lot more tech vibe coming
0: right your way this is jonathan kirsting and
1: this is audrey russo from the
0: pittsburgh technology council and we are celebrating tech 50 it's just a few weeks away go to pghtech.org you can learn more we'll be right back after this quick break welcome back to tech vibe radio this is jonathan kirsting and this is audrey russo audrey every every i almost said every friday it's Wednesdays. It, it's still it's every it's Wednesday. so ingrained yep, in my brain. We
1: changed it, right? It changed it's, it's, when it's, we're it's, on the air. It's
0: been a month now we've been on Wednesday nights, and I'm still kind of getting used to it. But I like it. Wednesdays are, are hot. It's the best best night of the week now because Tech Vibe Radio is on. And Tech Vibe Radio is synonymous for one thing. Talking to the coolest people in Pittsburgh. Oh, God.
1: That's right. Did Absolutely. you hear that? Yes. I heard
0: that. I'm setting you up here, Avi. I'm setting you up. <laughs> <I like it. laughs> <Let's> keep going. <laughs> exactly. No? So we have Avi Geller here from Maven Machines. Really cool company. So glad. Thank you. You could spend part of your Wednesday night with us to fill our listeners down on all the cool stuff that Maven's up to these days. So, well, It's great
5: to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: And real quick, what's your background with, with Maven and, and what got you linked up with getting Maven off the ground and all that kind of fun stuff?
5: Oh, yeah. So Maven's about five years old uh, now. My background is from software development. I actually grew up in Palo Alto and went to MIT for computer science and lived in Israel for a number of years and worked for some of the largest software companies in the world and and some successful startups along the way. And uh, I guess about six years ago, I was looking to start my own startup company, and um, wanted to do my whole background is enterprise SaaS, you know B two B software, mm-hmm. helping businesses, and uh, felt that there's a real opportunity with what you might call Internet of Things type technologies, with uh, things that are mobile, with sensors. Yeah, sure. that's the fun stuff. Are you kidding me? Heck oh, yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. So we set out to start the company, and um,
1: based on what? What were you thinking?
5: Initially, it was just a concept. It was let's help. Industrial businesses run better. So okay. just that's, overall, that's a big concept right That was, it. That right was there. a big concept. Yeah. But you yeah.
1: already had experience sort of doing that.
5: Yeah, so right? I worked at SAP for right. about seven years, and, and we did that in the back office with ERP, mm-hmm. real-time data and analytics, and help companies run better in the office. So now the idea is let's help them run better in the field with their operations. Right. And really with just that, I came to Pittsburgh. Um, I was looking at accelerator and, and incubator programs around the country, and heard about uh, this program called Alpha Lab Gear yeah. Wait, so
0: Alpha Lab brought you to Pittsburgh
5: yeah mm-hmm. what that's right. Yeah, I oh, that's remember that that's awesome that, that is and, cool. I love you telling the story right. so that's yeah. great it, it was I mean it was kind of love at first sight you know I, I was living in Boston I went to New York and in San right. Francisco where I grew up and Minneapolis and other cities and as I, you know, came to Pittsburgh for the very first time and, and met all the great people that run Innovation Works and Alpha Lab and Alpha Lab Gear mm-hmm. and some of the other startups. Alpha Lab Gear just finished their first cycle, and I met some of those companies. Right,
0: right. So you were just super early in on all that.
5: Yeah, we were the that second action. cycle.
0: Right. Yeah. Wow.
5: Yeah. and so, I was blown away. So, so I land up. there. Yeah. I, so
1: you land there, and you have this big idea. Yeah. And so then your idea takes shape.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: talk about that.
5: So it happened really quickly. You know, we started out with just. Twenty-five thousand dollars of funding, and an empty room, and an idea of let's help businesses run better, Um, and very quickly uh, looked at a lot of industries, and I mean, within two weeks settled on the trucking industry as our first. How'd you
0: pinpoint that? Yeah,
5: just um, talking to a lot of people, doing a lot of research. um, You know, right away I was introduced. This is the benefits of working in a program like Alpha Lab Gear. You know, there's events almost every day, and getting to know people and, and pitching your idea daily, and people giving you feedback and comments mm-hmm. and ideas. So, I met um, one of the very first people I met is a guy named Greg Troyan, who's the president of PGT Trucking. And went out to Manaka and, and met with them. They were about a thousand trucks, flatbed, great fleet, and started talking about the technology and the ideas. And And he said, You need to do this. And I, and I got you a heard lot of like there's, that. That,
0: there's, there's, there's There's a customer here that would yes. definitely in that.
5: Exactly. So I basically started, you know, I said, I don't know if this is going to happen, but let's start working. And it just kind of kept getting better and better. The more we did, the more people we met, the more, as we started, ma- you know, making prototypes and first versions. And we initially started with driver safety, like driver safety application on our platform. And uh, it was, you know, there's a big need for it. And we realized this is a gigantic industry with a gigantic problem, and we are really well suited to solve this problem.
1: And so now describe Maven.
5: Okay, so today, Maven, we're five years old, we're 37 people, uh, growing to about 60 as fast as we can. Jeez,
0: I love hearing it's that. Right. It makes me so happy. We're like, like, growing right. to 60 people.
5: Yeah, and that's a start. We're, we, we have... You know, hundreds of fleets that run on our com- on our technology. We're serving some of the most premier fleets across the country, and it's mission critical software. Yeah. So, what's the software? Yeah, How does it work? Yeah, so this it's you know we can call it fleet management software, uh, which is really broad. It's kind of they run their operations on our on our um, technology. Every driver is using a mobile device. Usually, it's an Android tablet or Android phone, and that device tells them everything they need to know about their job of driving, from being compliant with. Monitoring their hours of service, right, and vehicle okay. inspections, to the route that they're taking, to where they're going, every piece of information about what they're doing, the, the shipments that they're picking up or dropping off, or other activities they're doing while they're driving. It's it's, got, it's a lifestyle experience, a workflow experience for them. And then in the office, all the dispatching, routing, load optimizations is all done in our system. So fleets with hundreds and thousands of drivers and doing. You know, over ten thousand shipments a day are managing the entire thing in our platform. All on your platform, and so they can wow. work
1: remotely. I mean, remotely, they they can right. understand what's happening at any point in time.
5: That's right. It's and all web based. It's, it's getting, all getting real of, time. It's getting,
0: I guess back in the day, there was, there was lots of manual processes, very archaic, where people had, like you know, paper logs, playwriting down.
5: Yeah, back in the like way yeah. back, like two years ago.
0: Okay, I mean, way back,
5: like two years ago. No, right. but yeah, yeah, like just a couple years ago, every a lot is done on paper. Exactly. Phone right. calls, was whiteboards. It? Really? Yeah, that's how fleets that are doing hundreds of millions or even billions. Billions of dollars of
0: business, like on paper and on whiteboards. Paper.
5: If they're advanced, they're using a shared Google spreadsheet.
0: Oh my goodness!
5: Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. If so,
1: they're advanced.
0: So yeah. was it difficult yeah. to come in with an advanced solution? I mean, granted, they said they saw the need for it, but if someone's so used to using paper. Yeah. And pencil, all of a sudden, like wait a second, I have this really heavy-duty, you know, slick application. Yeah, was there some cultural like, whoa, we don't, you know, how do we? We don't know how to use these types yeah. of things. Yeah,
5: there is one thing that really helped uh, kind of catalyze okay. movement here. Is there was a government mandate for electronic logging? Ah, right, of hours right, Hours right. of service, ELD. Okay, oh. so now fleets they, they had, had to, to legally it, right? switch. From paper logs to an electronic device.
0: Because people were fudging the logs and driving yes. too much and accidents were happening. Is that and, what's happening? Yeah.
5: yeah fatigue related. Was, right. So th- this how, mandate. How are the
1: unions responding to this? Um,
5: they're, they're actually for it um, because it, it kind of regulates the industry and keeps things more even and fair and actually prevents the You know, – I'm not an expert on this kind right. of policy yeah, of or anything. But, but for the most part, um, organizations are for it. It's clearly helped from a safety aspect. I believe it. There are Has far it? fewer accidents um, than there used to be. Um, so it's clearly working, and the government's constantly, the FMCSA, which, which is the, the regulatory arm of the Department of Transportation for Trucking, um, is constantly tweaking and approving the regulation and, and how to try to find that balance of allowing drivers to be as productive as possible with their hours, but at the same time keep everybody safe. Yeah.
1: So as you ramp up, what kind of positions are you recruiting for right now?
5: So we're a very technology-heavy company. Right. Um, more than half of our employees work in our R&D department. We're very light today on sales and marketing and uh, roles like that. That's going to change as we continue to, to scale and grow. To be, at
0: some point, you got to bring on more sales folks and more marketing right. to, to spread and everything, right?
5: Yeah, but we've been fortunate to date. I mean, our, with, with you know, a very uh, kind of, I would say, limited uh, effort on sales and marketing, mm-hmm. we've attracted a lot of business. Um and it's been a f- an effort, uh focus on our part, to meet the demand, right. um, yeah. to serve our customers.
1: And so how are people hearing about you?
5: It's a lot of word of mouth. The um,
0: industry pretty tight-knit. So if someone yes. sees someone using Is it and see the results, they got to very be saying, I want that stuff.
5: <laughs> very much so. And we're working with some of the most well-respected, well-run fleets. So as they deploy our technology, other fleets are calling them and asking what they're doing.
0: Really? Do we okay. have our
5: customers flying to?
0: See, this just absolutely customers? blows my mind. Really? This was, this was right. an idea five That's years so ago. great. Just yeah. an idea five years ago. Well, the idea
1: ago. that he had I know, was cool. I, I, I think love the it. lesson in some of this okay. is that you have g- great experience in working in an ERP environment, right? Right. right. Understanding sort of soup to nuts in right. terms of business. Right. And then you leave there and say, I want to build something around – Efficiency right. and effectiveness. I'm yeah. not sure that I get close to a customer yeah. in a short period of time. So
0: cool! I love and it. And then
1: you say, "Okay, that's what I'm going to focus on." It was really so that's like, really a great story. Yeah, it worked and out you did well. In Pittsburgh,
5: and I, I love <laughs> Pittsburgh. It's been what a what a great decision to come here. Um, the time. Keep talking. Keep talking. Do you tell that to
1: your family? Do you yeah, tell that to your yeah. family and friends?
5: Yeah, I mean, every.
1: And what did they say?
5: They. They agree. I mean, so my friends and my my mother just moved here um, from the Bay Area. Really? Um, All right, and, bringing uh, people in. I yeah. like that. And a lot of our workforce is not from Pittsburgh. Um, and what are they saying? They love it here. You know, some a number of them went to Carnegie Mellon University and have stayed. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, and but not everybody. We have other people that went to various universities. We've hired people from Venture for America that moved to oh, Pittsburgh. You? Yeah, we have. That's good. A, a lot. We hired three this year alone. Um, Amazing. So we we have a. Uh, you know, a diverse uh, you know, collection of employees from all over. So they'd be exactly. a good
1: bunch of employees for us to talk to when we do our research survey. on talent. I've yeah. just got to follow through on our talent research. We have a focus on talent and good understanding point. what they're looking for, what their gaps have been, what their experiences have been. Yeah. We put a lot of effort
5: on hiring. It's, it's the most important thing we do. It
0: has to know? be. It's your, that, that's yeah. your secret sauce is your that's people. Right. At the end right. Day. Right. So, Avi, we've got about a minute and a half left. And mm-hmm. I don't want to leave this point out because it's pretty cool. You guys, were part of the Pittsburgh National Trucking Competition, yeah. That yeah. Came oh, through really? town. I thought this yeah. was pretty cool. Like, there's this whole competition of people like parking trucks on a dime, yeah. And you guys were part of it. Tell us a little bit about the, the, the competition and why Maven was part of that,
5: absolutely. So, the NTDC, the National Truck Driver Championships, and we've been a part of this since day one for about yeah, four yeah. years now. And it was in Pittsburgh this year. Um, and it's no coincidence. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh has some of the premier t- uh trucking companies right. in the country, Definitely. and Ohio, and Ward, and PGT, right. and Modern Transport. Um, and others, and um, it's so. It was hosted in Pittsburgh. It's an amazing competition. It's really a driver appreciation, and you should see how mm-hmm. you know, how appreciative the drivers so are. So when is it? So it, it it just finished this weekend. Okay. And we had a chance to host. Uh, we sponsored it, and we exhibited, and we hosted a great fundraising event. Uh, um, and invent and, uh, and for our investors and customers, and we had a few hundred people there. And it was a it's farm. awesome! Uh, so I just love it. Great. I just say, I just Sorry, I, the whole idea. That. You came to Pittsburgh. Any shirts?
1: Any T-shirts? We have a me?
5: lot of swag. I think we gave almost all of it out. Um, <laughs> but uh, you're welcome <laughs> to come on down to Bloomfield. I
0: want a trucker's cap of some kind. I come know. on, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> something yeah. cool. Yeah. I can't thank you enough. Bloom, hey, come to Pittsburgh to build your company, which and I so think is just the so cool. And your website,
5: yeah, Mavenmachines.com Machines dot Just that simple.
0: Avi, yeah. you're the best, man. Yeah. We need, Thanks for you know, having me. We need hundred more you a lot of, of you so here in Pittsburgh. Hot, yeah. yeah, great, great stuff. Hey, Audrey, we got to take off. Another that's tech vibe under know, the belt. That's great. I, I can't get enough
1: great show. of telling
0: these kinds of stories. I mean, come on, man. So much fun, so much fun. So every Wednesday night, keep your dial tuned right here. I like saying Wednesdays. It's our new night of the week. I know. Simple as that. Hey, this is Jonathan Kirsting.
1: And this is Audrey Russo.
0: Learn more about the Pittsburgh Technology Council by going to pghtech.org, and you can follow us on Twitter at pghtech.